What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. Please say hello to my co-host, Didi. So, Seeking Brother Husband, Season 1, Episode 6. This is the Part 2 of the podcast. This is the finale. We were cheated. Six episodes only of learning of these couples. But we have a little bit more to talk about because Kim and Dustin are kind of in a transition period because after the stress of losing Vincent to monogamy, because that's kind of where, where Kim lost him to, he's looking for someone to love him, just him. And unfortunately, the Dustin, Kim, and Vincent situation worked for so long, but the idea of adding more people to that was just something that Vincent wasn't going to be able to do. And unfortunately, Kim can't be everything that that Vincent needs him to be. And unfortunately, since she cares about the happiness and feelings and well-being of her brother husbands, she has decided the best course of action is to let him go, set him free. And she they're going to remain friends. But, you know, it's hurt. It's hurting her that she can't be that for him and he can't be that for her because they both really do love each other. But she does understand the stress and anxiety and pain of this type of lifestyle. And she said that she's kind of at the point where she feels, is it something to think about maybe walking away from this lifestyle? Because if you think about it, Kim has given up a lot. She lost her family. The only one in her family that still wants to talk to her or come around is her brother, her parents, the rest of her extended family. Everyone has alienated her because of this. And now she's going through the loss of Vincent, who was in her life for so many years, and they blended their families and their kids. And now she's just wondering, is this something that she's willing to endure, the pain and the stress and the complications of the relationships? And she's kind of just focusing on Dustin right now. Like Dustin and her had a nice date night, and they're spending time together. And we learned that she is thinking of just taking a pause from the dating and adding new men. She didn't go back out on another date with Ryan. We learned after they went skating, they haven't been out on another date and she hasn't been out on another date with anyone else since then. And I think maybe taking a pause from the polyandry dating and adding people in might be good for her mentally because she's been through a lot. Emotionally, she's lost her family. She lost Vincent. There's a lot of loss going on. So I feel like it might be good to just focus on her and Dustin right now. And maybe when they're ready and rejuvenated and have the, the strength to go through the stressors of this lifestyle and adding someone else, maybe it'll be a good time to jump back in. Do you feel like that? Or do you feel like they shouldn't give up? Like some people are like, no, you should keep pressing on. You should keep going through it. Focus on the task at hand. But I also think it's good for Dustin to take this time and kind of nourish Kim back to health. You know, Kim is going through a lot right now. Yes, I'm in total agreement. You know, Dustin was talking about, you know, how she uh, was down because, you know, they had the, the grill out and no one in her family showed up except for her brother. You know, that was like she said, that was like a punch in the gut. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, whether her family wants to accept it or not, this is the lifestyle that her and Dustin have um, have grown to to want, you know, in their marriage. And but hats off, you know, total respect for Kim and Dustin. You know, they are taking everybody's feelings uh, in consideration, you know, especially Kim. Like you said, she has given up a lot. She has been going through a lot. And I think that was really, really sweet of Dustin, you know, to surprise her with, you know, the little, um, uh, what was that, an inflatable uh, hot tub, you know, make it romantic in the back. I mean, that was real sweet. I was like, oh, that's so sweet, you know, but. And Vincent 
we already knew from the get-go that he just he's not mentally there he can't do it you know he's he's not mentally there and like he stated he will never be mentally there he cannot stand the fact of seeing Kim with someone else other than Dustin. He was okay as long as it was Dustin, but bringing someone else in, there's no way possible that he could ever be okay with that. And I respect him for that as well. Yeah, I think that all of the people in this situation are very aware of their emotions and feelings and other people's emotions and feelings because Vincent has been open and honest. Kim is super open and honest and Dustin is just an open book. And I feel like these people are just so open to understanding other people's point of view. And I feel like in a perfect world, they would have been perfect together because they are always thinking of other people's feelings and how their actions are affecting others. And they did that to the point where they realized being together as a unit was hurting someone. So they had to let that go. And it was, it's a loss for Dustin too. I know they're going to all stay friends, but that family unit that they had created for all these years is now going to be broken. And I think that the pause that they're going to take from looking for another brother husband is good for them. They need this time to, to kind of build each other up, to give each other the strength and nourishment they need to be ready to pursue this again. And I don't want Kim to give up on her, her polyandry lifestyle. I think that this is a lifestyle that she was meant to live. And I feel like her actions and the way that she handles other people's feelings shows that this is definitely the lifestyle that she was born to live. She is just a open book. She's honest and she cares about how her actions affect everyone in the situation. I think a lot of the women on this show this season don't have that trait and quality. They don't really always care how their actions make other people feel. They just do what makes them happy. And I think Kim is a direct reflection of what a polyandry lifestyle should look like and how the woman should behave. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you're if you're the one in the relationship, you know, seeking other partners, you know, whether you're the woman or the man, whichever one in the, in the relationship is seeking the, the more partners, they need to take everyone's feelings in consideration, not just their own. They don't need to be selfish and self-centered because what they what they do, their actions, you know, their words, um, they are really, you know, they can really hurt someone. And at the end of the day, if they're not really careful of how they're, um, you know, taking everyone's feelings um, in consideration, they can end up by themselves because. Once again, they were being self-centered and selfish. And polyandry, you can't do that. Everybody has to be on the same page for the for for it to work. Yep, it's the same as polygamy. I feel like you have to be understanding and open to other people's feelings and points of view. You can't only see how things affect you. You have to see how it affects everyone. And that's the only way it's going to work. And speaking of that, <laughs> Kenya, Tiger, and Carl. So we knew that Tiger needed this ceremony to feel heard, listened to, loved, and needed. And Kenya has given in and given him this, this amazing ceremony. And we found out that Tiger has a son. Bishop was there and Kenya's children were there. We met Kiari and Sanu. And I thought that it was really interesting how her children are so understanding and accepting of the situation. In fact, they said that they prefer the polyandry situation over a normal setup of just a mom and a dad because Kenya's daughter said, well, whenever I need a dad, if one of them is working, I can call the other if I need money and it's not payday yet. The other dad is there. And I was like, I do love the idea 
of always knowing that someone is going to be there. Because growing up, you know, my dad had a job, two jobs. So I, there were times where I didn't have a dad at the event that I was at. So I was like, I definitely understand where Kenya's kids are coming from. Having that unit, this team of people who are there for you on your side, who are going to be there for you. That is something that I think a lot of kids would benefit from. And I think her kids are just so smart and open and honest from this experience and growing up that way that they're going to have such a different outlook on life, a more understanding and loving outlook. And none of them said that they were um, part of this lifestyle. I know her daughter didn't mention that she was part of the polyandry lifestyle or not. So I'm assuming maybe not. And the son didn't say that his girlfriend was dating um, multiple men. So I just think that them growing up in it is just giving them such a different perspective on life. And I just loved how smart and educated and open they were to the situation because we know that Tiger's parents refused to come to this ceremony. They refused to be a part of it. And, you know, this is a 10 year relationship. This isn't just a phase. You know, this is who Tiger has chosen to spend his life with. And I really loved seeing them combine their families and they welcomed him into the family. And even though his mom and dad weren't there, he had so many people around him that love and accept and respect him as part of their family. So I felt like the ceremony was definitely needed. I do hate that he had to fight so hard for it. I feel like it should have been something that he earned, you know, in 10 years in this relationship, he earned it. And I do love that Carl went up to the bat and he's like, look, and from, from Tiger's standpoint, this is what he needs. And this is why he needs it. And this is why I think he should have it. So I love that camaraderie that the guys have with each other, that brotherhood, that friendship and bond, because I feel like Carl was a big reason why this ceremony took place. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, whenever uh, Carl was, uh, when when he got finished um, marrying him, that was so sweet and so romantic that they both gave Carl um, some, some words, you know, and that was like, oh my goodness, you know, that like, I thought Carl was going to cry there for a second. He got so emotional, you know, and, and looking and, and listening to their children as well. I mean, even Tiger's son is on board with all of it, you know, and that, you know, high five, that thousand respects to, you know, to Tiger and to um, Carl and Kenya. I mean, they did an awesome job with these kids and who wouldn't want a backup um, dad, you know, <laughs> who wouldn't want a backup dad? I thought that was, that was great. You know, no matter what, even though, Tiger is not the biological father of Kenya's children. He still raised them for 10 years. He still looks at them as his own children and vice versa. Carl with um, Tiger's son and, you know, hats off to him. It's they worked really hard and they brought their family together. And it looks like it seems to be working for them. And it did um, upset me a little bit because, you know, Tiger's family did not show up. I get it. You know, they're not on page with it. But still, at the end of the day, that's their son. You know, they should have showed up at least, you know, to say, hey, OK, we showed up to see the ceremony. They didn't have to stay for the after party. Just show a little bit of respect. You know, that's that's all he really wanted was just a little bit of respect from his family. Yeah, I feel like parents confuse their roles. Sometimes I think parents are under the impression that you're supposed to agree with everything your children do. 
I think those roles are very confused. Love is not a conditional thing. Love is unconditional. So your kids can be doing things that you hate and dislike and don't support, but you can still love your child fully. And I think that a lot of parents, yeah. they, they blur they blur those lines because they're like, oh, well, you're doing this, so I'm not going to show up. I'm not going to support you. You can support someone as a person and not support something that they're doing. And I think parents exactly. really have to look long and hard and understand you don't have to fully support everything your children are doing, but they're still your children. And you still love them and they still love you and you can be there for them. You don't have to, you know, be super supportive and, and have conversations about, you know, the lifestyle if you don't approve of it. I think that you don't have to have deep conversations that'll make you uncomfortable, but you can have conversations about other things. You can have a relationship with your child, even if you don't agree with that lifestyle. So, oh, so there's a three bedroom house mm -hmm. being built for Carl Tiger and Kenya in the works. So, and we found out that David isn't in the running for husband number three, um, because we found out that Kenya's dating two new men right now. So one of those could be in the running for husband number three. So we're going to have to find out hopefully next season what happened with David, because she was super excited to. I to need to know what happened. <laughs> right. I'm I think we all need to know what happened to David because he he walked in like he was like the man and she was like a kid in the candy store. Uh, what happened to David, Kenya? We need to know what happened to David. Please yeah. let us know. <laughs> what changed? Because when he, like you said, when he walked in, he was the, your eyes were set on him. So the idea that she's dating someone new, two new people, and David is not one of them, and he's not going to be husband number three. We would love to hear a little more insight on what took place there, because I just knew, and even Tiger, Tiger was like, is he going to be husband number three? I feel like that's where this is going. Like, that's where we thought the situation was going. So hopefully we will hear something from Kenya, Carl, and Tiger. Give us a little info so we don't have to wait all the way to the next season. Because that would be nice to know a little bit of what's going on. And I did like that they gave us a little bit of background on each person at the end of the, the season so we knew what was going on. But it's still not enough. We still have so many questions. Thank you so much to everyone this season of Seeking Brother Husband who shared your lives and relationships and intimate details of your lives with us. You didn't have to do that, but we really appreciate it. We learned so much. We enjoyed it so much. Thanks for joining us too for the Seeking Brother Husband podcast. Hopefully for season two, we'll be back. I'm George Mossy. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com and anywhere you get your podcast. And please follow my co-host, DD2. Her links are right here at the bottom. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon.